Welcome to the Next Steps Bible Reading Podcast. I'm Greg Whiting, reading from the One Year Chronological Bible, and today's reading is for February 16th. Preparing the Lamps, Numbers 8, 1-4, 1445 or 1279 B.C. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and say to him, When you set up the lamp, see that all seven light up the area in front of the lampstand. Aaron did so. He set up the lamp so that they faced forward on the lampstand, just as the Lord commanded Moses. This is how the lampstand was made. It was made of hammered gold from its base to its blossoms. The lampstand was made exactly like the pattern the Lord had shown Moses. The Levites dedicated Numbers 8, 5 to 26. The Lord said to Moses, take the Levites from among all the Israelites and make them ceremonially clean. To purify them, do this. Sprinkle the water of cleansing on them, then have them shave their whole bodies and wash their clothes, and so they will purify themselves. Have them take a young bull with its grain offering of the finest flour mixed with olive oil. Then you are to take a second young bull for a sin offering. Bring the Levites to the front of the tent of meeting and assemble the whole Israelite community. You are to bring the Levites before the Lord and the Israelites are to lay their hands on them. Aaron is to present the Levites before the Lord as a wave offering from the Israelites so that they may be ready to do the work of the Lord. Then the Levites are to lay their hands on the heads of the bulls, using one for a sin offering to the Lord and the other for a burnt offering to make atonement for the Levites. Have the Levites stand in front of Aaron and his sons and then present them as a wave offering to the Lord. In this way, you are to set the Levites apart from the other Israelites and the Levites will be mine. Okay, so interesting as he sets them aside um, to serve him in this special way. Verse 15, after you have purified the Levites and presented them as a wave offering, they are to come to do their work at the tent of meeting. They are the Israelites who are to be given wholly to me. I have taken them as my own in place of the firstborn, the first male of offspring from every Israelite woman. Every firstborn male in Israel, whether human or animal, is mine. When I struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, I set them apart for myself. And I have taken the Levites in place of all the firstborn sons of Israel. From among all the Israelites, I have given the Levites as gifts to Aaron and his sons to do the work at the tent of meeting on behalf of the Israelites and to make atonement for them so that no plague will strike the Israelites when they go near the sanctuary. Moses, Aaron, and the whole Israelite community did with the Levites, just as the Lord commanded Moses. The Levites purified themselves and washed their clothes. Then Aaron presented them as a wave offering before the Lord and made atonement for them to purify them. After that, the Levites came to do their work at the tent of meeting under the supervision of Aaron and his sons. They did with the Levites just as the Lord commanded Moses. The Lord said to Moses, This applies to the Levites. Men 25 years old or more shall come to take part in the work of the tent of meeting. But at the age of 50, they must retire from their regular service and work no longer. They may assist their brothers in performing their duties at the tent of meeting, but they themselves must not do the work. This, then, is how you are to assign the responsibilities of the Levites. So they're doing the main um, work at the tabernacle from 25 to 50 years of age. The second Passover, Numbers 9, 1 to 14. Two weeks after the tabernacle was finished, Israel celebrated the second Passover. Verse 1. The Lord spoke to Moses in the desert of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they came out of Egypt. He said, Have the Israelites celebrate the Passover at the appointed time. Celebrate it at the appointed time at twilight on the fourteenth day of this month 
in accordance with all its rules and regulations. So Moses told the Israelites to celebrate the Passover, and they did so in the desert of Sinai at twilight on the 14th day of the first month. The Israelites did everything just as the Lord commanded Moses. But some of them could not celebrate the Passover on that day because they were ceremonially unclean or on account of a dead body. So they came to Moses and Aaron that same day and said to Moses, We have become unclean because of a dead body, but why should we be kept from presenting the Lord's offering with the other Israelites at the appointed time? Moses answered them, Wait until I find out what the Lord commands concerning you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, When any of you or your descendants are unclean because of a dead body, or are away on a journey, they are still to celebrate the Lord's Passover, but they are to do it on the fourteenth day of the second month at twilight. They are to eat the lamb together with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They must not leave any of it till morning or break any of its bones. When they celebrate the Passover, they must follow all the regulations. But if anyone who is ceremonially clean and not on a journey fails to celebrate the Passover, they must be cut off from their people for not presenting the Lord's offering at the appointed time. They will bear the consequences of their sin. A foreigner residing among you is also to celebrate the Lord's Passover in accordance with its rules and regulations. You must have the same regulations for both the foreigner and the native-born. All right, then we have these uh, comments here in the the one-year chronological Bible, but it's not a part of the text. After the tabernacle was completed and before Israel departed from Mount Sinai, the Lord gave Moses the instructions recorded in Leviticus. And then it says, compare Exodus 41 to 33, Numbers 10, 11 to 36, and Leviticus 27, 34. All right, next is the procedures for the burnt offering, Leviticus 1, 1 to 17. The Lord called to Moses and spoke to him from the tent of meeting. He said, Speak to the Israelites and say to them, When anyone among you brings an offering to the Lord, bring as your offering an animal from either the herd or the flock. If the offering is a burnt offering from the herd, you are to offer a male without defect. You must present it at the entrance to the tent of meeting, so that it will be acceptable to the Lord. You are to lay your hand on the head of the burnt offering, and it will be accepted on your behalf to make atonement for you. You are to slaughter the young bull before the Lord, and then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall bring the blood and splash it against the sides of the altar at the entrance to the tent of meeting. You are to skin the burnt offering and cut it into pieces. The sons of Aaron, the priest, are to put fire on the altar and arrange wood on the fire. Then Aaron's sons, the priests, shall arrange the pieces, including the head and the fat, on the wood that is burning on the altar. You are to wash the internal organs and the legs with water, and the priest is to burn all of it on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If the offering is a burnt offering from the flock, from either the sheep or the goats, you are to offer a male without defect. You are to slaughter it at the north side of the altar before the Lord, and Aaron's sons the priest shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. You are to cut it into pieces, and the priest shall arrange them, including the head and the fat, on the wood that is burning on the altar. You are to wash the internal organs and the legs with water, and the priest is to bring all of them and burn them on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If the offering to the Lord is a burnt offering of birds, you are to offer a dove or a young pigeon. The priest shall bring it to the altar, wring off the head, and burn it on the altar. Its blood shall be drained out on the side of the altar. He is to remove the crop and the feathers and throw them down east of the altar where the ashes are. He shall tear it open by the wings, not dividing it completely, and then the priest shall burn it on the wood that is burning on the altar. It is a burnt offering, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. 
Procedures for the Grain Offering, Leviticus 2, 1-16 When anyone brings a grain offering to the Lord, their offering is to be of the finest flour. They are to pour olive oil on it, put incense on it, and take it to Aaron's sons, the priests. The priest shall take a handful of the flour oil and oil, together with all the incense, and burn this as a memorial portion on the altar, a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. It is a most holy part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. If you bring a grain offering baked in an oven, it is to consist of the finest flour, either thick loaves made without yeast and with olive oil mixed in, or thin loaves made without yeast and brushed with olive oil. If your grain offering is prepared on a griddle, it is to be made of the finest flour mixed with oil and without yeast. Crumble it and pour oil on it. It is a grain offering. If your grain offering is cooked in a pan, it is to be made of the finest flour and some olive oil. Bring the grain offering made of these things to the Lord. Present it to the priest, who shall take it to the altar. He shall take out the memorial portion from the grain offering and burn it on the altar as a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. The rest of the grain offering belongs to Aaron and his sons. It is the most holy part of the food offerings presented to the Lord. Every grain offering you bring to the Lord must be made without yeast, for you are not to burn any yeast or honey in a food offering presented to the Lord. You may bring them to the Lord as an offering of the first fruits, but they are not to be offered on the altar as a pleasing aroma. Season all your grain offerings with salt. Do not leave the salt of the covenant of your God out of your grain offerings. Add salt to all your offerings. If you bring a grain offering of first fruits to the Lord, offer crushed heads of new grain roasted in the fire. Put oil and incense on it. It is a grain offering. The priest shall burn the memorial portion of the crushed grain and the oil, together with all the incense, as a food offering presented to the Lord. Procedures for the Fellowship Offering, Leviticus 3, 1-17 If your offering is a fellowship offering and you offer an animal from the herd, whether male or female, you are to present before the Lord an animal without defect. You are to lay your hand on the head of your offering and slaughter it at the entrance to the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's sons, the priest, shall splash the blood against the sides of the altar. From the fellowship offering, you are to bring a food offering to the Lord, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver with which you will remove the kidneys. Then Aaron's sons are to burn it on the altar and the top of the burnt offering that is lying on the burning wood. It is a food offering, an aroma pleasing to the Lord. If you offer an animal from the flock as a fellowship offering to the Lord, you are to offer a male or female without defect. If you offer a lamb, you are to present it before the Lord, lay your hand on its head, and slaughter it in the front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's son shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. From the fellowship offering, you are to bring a food offering to the Lord, its fat, the entire fat tail cut off close to the backbone, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins and the long lobe of the liver with which you will remove the kidneys. With the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering presented to the Lord. If your offering is a goat, you are to present it before the Lord, lay your hand on its head and slaughter it in front of the tent of meeting. Then Aaron's son shall splash its blood against the sides of the altar. From what you offer, you are to present this food offering to the Lord, the internal organs and all the fat that is connected to them, both kidneys with the fat on them near the loins, and the long lobe of the liver with which you will remove with the kidneys. The priest shall burn them on the altar as a food offering, a pleasing aroma. All the fat is the Lord's. This is the lasting ordinance for the generations to come, whether you live, wherever you live. You must not eat any fat or any blood. And that's the end of the reading. 
for February 16th. So you've got a lot of details here uh, from Numbers and Leviticus about the, um, the dedication of the articles of the temp- tabernacle. You've got the uh, celebration of the second uh, Passover. And you've got the procedures for the different offerings. You also have, you know, a lot of animals being given and then eventually slaughtered and their blood spilt. And, um, and although for animal lovers, that may be very hard to take, this is the way God set it up. Um, not the blood of human beings, but the blood of animals. And it looks ahead. It begins to look ahead with this sacrificial system to the fact that the blood needed to be spilled. Blood is what was going to cover their sins from year to year. And eventually we would need some kind of sacrifice to cover our sins forever. And so it's just beginning uh, to set that precedent. You also have um, certain things they were to sacrifice in certain ways, certain things they could eat and not eat. Uh, you also saw the beginning of um, you know, some of the food that would be there, some of the animals would be for the priests um, as an offering to God. The priests then would be able to um, eat some of that. But there are certain things and ways and parts of the animals they were not to eat. So what do I take away from this uh, for my life? I, I think the one thing that sticks out to me, and it might be different for you today, is we're starting to see the sacrificial system and the blood, the importance of the blood of these animals uh, being spilled and in a certain way, in a certain direction and and all of this. Um, But it's setting it up. It's setting it up for the fact that our sins will need to be covered because we're going to continue to sin. So there needs to be sin offerings. But eventually we're going to need one that covers us forever. And of course, I already know, we already know that that is going to be Jesus Christ. And I'm so grateful that there's no longer this sacrificial system and all these animals being uh, killed, their blood being shed to cover my sins for a time. But Jesus' blood covered my sins forever. Father, thank you for your word today. As we read these details, help us not to get lost in them or just um, frustrated with them, but to, but to really be amazed that this is what you wanted in your word. These are words breathed out by you. And Father, for me today, I just want to thank you that eventually we're going to read about the one and only sacrifice of your son and his blood that covered the sins of the world for those who believe. And I just want to praise you and live in that praise today. In Jesus' name, amen.